You are listening to Agency Work, and this is Season 3, where the focus of the conversations will be on collaboration. I am your host, Parker Plasted. Today, I am talking with Dion Cumpy and Shade Wilson from Elevation, a local advertising agency here in Richmond, Virginia. Dion is a senior account manager, and Shade is the director of digital strategy. Dion and Shade, welcome to the podcast. Thanks Thank for you. having us. Today, we're going to talk about a project that Dion and Shade worked on. It was a complex project with many stakeholders, and our theme of collaboration is relevant to this story in a few different ways. But first, let's get a little background on this agency called Elevation. Shade, would you do the honors of providing a brief overview of the work that Elevation does for its clients? Sure, absolutely. Elevation is an integrated marketing firm dedicated to elevating the brands of our clients through creative strategic excellence. Our suite of services are both transformational and transactional. And what I mean by that is we help support our clients through business planning, branding, identity, marketing planning, as well as elements like creative development, production, campaign implementation, really around performance, and then of course, insights and analytics. So a lot of services, and in our conversations, we've talked about how agencies that have multiple services can sometimes have silos, and that that can be uh, interfering with collaboration. Yeah, I think it's, it's interesting. Um, in, in my career, I've been lucky enough to work at both large agencies and small. And usually the large agencies will come with a lot of different services. And what ends up happening in these cases is that um, somebody maybe say working on the branding side is going to be siloed in both what they're trying to accomplish, how they're working with clients and what they're doing as opposed to say somebody on the performance side. Um, as an example, I worked at a local rather large agency where I worked on a, a direct response account. And again, big brand, lots of work, lots of things going on, but they always jokingly called us the, that whenever we worked on this brand, that we were working in the witness protection program. The difference being is that we were all very performance oriented while the rest of the agency was very brand and big picture oriented. So okay. again, it was, a, it was a very interesting different occasion. Um, other situations where I've been in where maybe I've worked at a smaller digital agency where that was really our focus, when we had to collaborate or work with the brand's um, branding agency, that didn't always go so well. Again, there was a little bit of turf war between what's working where and things were seen as more um, more working in, 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 instead of working in parallel, it was more uh, working, I'll do my things, then I'll let you do yours. And so it was a really kind of a different approach that honestly was detrimental. Right, right. You don't get to have a holistic view of the project. You don't get to uh, both kind of line up on what the goals and objectives are. And I've seen projects like this as well, where different teams work on different parts of the project and they're not collaborating and they're not sharing information and uh, turf battles and so on, like you said. But in this project that we're going to talk about, you and Dion work together across these different lines of service that you are involved in versus what Dion's involved in for this client. And it's a complex project. Um, I'm going to let you guys tell the story because you're going to tell it a whole lot better than I can even describe it. So I'm going to let you tell the, the story about how you two work together for this client and brought together what you do in branding, Dion, and what you do, Shade, in the digital side and performance side of things. 
So give us a little background on this project. This project was for a company based out of Atlanta, and they were an outsourcing company working with different brands to be able to improve their sales process. Sometimes they took over the sales entirely, other times they augmented the teams. What we did as an organization, we knew that we needed to be integrated from the beginning. So we flew down the account lead, the strategy lead, the creative lead, as well as the digital lead. And so we were all in the room from the beginning, from the kickoff to the interviews, and really played an integrated role together all the way through the process. So Deanne's right. I mean, there was a lot of work and a lot of things about understanding the brand and how we could help with with the rebrand, which is what we were we charged with. But it was more than just the qualitative work that we had to do. We did a lot of really deep quantitative work as well as understanding the users and what they were doing online and how they are interacting with the brand's website, their content, and how they were engaging with the brand, both from a from a usage standpoint, also from a sales standpoint. So that was important to kind of get both of those sides of the house together. So I get from talking with you guys, and, and we've talked about this project before we came in today, that there's a lot of complexity to the story of what this company does. So I want you to talk about how this project was different from other projects you've worked on for other clients. The marketing director had recently been brought into the organization, which was a sales-driven organization, and she was tasked with rebuilding the brand. Marketing and sales sometimes speak different languages, and they have a different focus. So at the initial stages of the project, we were focused on internal, the internal nature of the brand itself. And so we had recently completed a rebrand with another company under the same parent group. It was similar in complexity, and so they asked us to help. And the brand was great at what they did. They were able to help other companies sell and improve their selling process, but they really struggled on how to describe succinctly and in a compelling way what they did. Instead, what they did was tell stories. They would launch into a story as soon as possible, customizing that message to the audience. And what there was no concise value proposition. They could say initially, here's what we did for this company or this other company, but not a universal message that everyone could use. And so what we did was try to figure out a way to give them a launching off point, a simple, compelling way to talk about the company and what they did so that then they could spin into the stories. Yeah, honestly, it was really interesting because I think from a from a branding standpoint, it's a very internal focus. Again, how do we tell that story? How do we get everyone on the same page? But we also had to do the same thing externally. How do we simplify that message so that then they could take that to the to the market and really talk to their prospects? So, Deanna Shea, tell me a little bit more about how this got started. What was the the initial work that you did? The starting point of this project. We had a kickoff with the marketing director and another key leader of the organization, and they spent a day with us. We talked about background of the organization, really the culture and the things they were facing and how um, how the organization worked. Quickly from there, we moved into interviewing. And so we flew to Atlanta, as I mentioned, you know, a cross-functional team, and we met with stakeholders in the organization. So it was 30 interviews with people across leadership, sales, operations, marketing, HR. If they were performing a key role in the organization, no matter at what level, they were included in the process, and that was really important. We also spoke with retail sales clients, the B2B sales clients, uh, which were two of their primary segments. So right from the beginning, we were introduced to the client to be able to understand the complex organization that they were part of. And when you say client, you're talking about their client, your client's client. We met with our clients, and then we also met with their clients, their and clients. We, were fortunate, mm-hmm, we were fortunate to be able to meet with some of those in person as well. 
You know, the interesting thing on top of that is, while certainly they had a external prospect client audience they had to go after, because of what they did, they also had to be able to bring in that, um, that strong workforce to help them support their customers and clients. And so again, that was key. We had to be able to work across not just our own brand and performance elements and digital, we had to work within the clients, within their silos, and then within the different customer segments, and of course within job seekers. Again, totally different and all having their own needs and challenges. So clearly there were a lot of stakeholders and people you were interacting with in your research on this. And as you're developing the information that you need to figure out how you're going to deliver what you're going to deliver, doing all this research, interacting with all these people, were there any surprises that came out of that? Definitely. As we were going through this, we learned that the client our, our client could take an existing team, whether they took it over for a competitor or they took over the uh, their customers, right, their customers' workforce, they could take those folks and deliver better results. And that was a big, you know, like, aha for us. We're like, well, how did they do that? It's one thing to offer a service and to get a new workforce and train them. It's a whole other thing to pick up an existing workforce and be able to deliver better results. So this really intrigued us. So what I did was I went through the onboarding process as the account lead, and I took all the training that a new hire would take. And as part of this, I was able to translate it back to our team, and it really served two purposes. Uh, one, we needed it for the insights. We needed to make sure our recommendation was solid. But the other key part of it was that it served to build that credibility with the sales organization because they were out there delivering a product and overseeing a team and delivering the results. The more we could understand what it took to do that job, the more we could speak their language. And it really built that trust so that when our recommendations were presented, we could all be on the same page. Yeah, it's kind of like going through a boot camp or something. I mean, you're going through the training that the company is providing to their clients. Great insights from that, I bet. It really was. And the, the thing that we found out about it was that actually turned out to be their secret sauce. The proprietary process that they used actually enabled them to be able to do all the wonderful work that they did for their clients. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, it was not just obviously the, the people on the ground who were working with the customers, but we had a lot of leaders with a lot of different opinions and a lot of different thoughts on what we could or couldn't do and what would or would not make sense. So again, navigating that is was critical for us for success. And I think we did it successfully because again, we met with them. We learned everything that went on. We tried to get really into the into the seats with them. What can we understand? How can we go from there? And it's really a credit to the marketing director because she was so collaborative with us and transparent about what the needs were in the organization. She was able to assess what uh, conversations needed to happen, at which point in the process and with whom. So we worked very closely with her for about, it was over a year, almost a year and a half that we worked together on this process. And it was just the daily conversations of, of keeping in touch and keeping a pulse of what's happening at the organization that it really enabled us to be successful. Yeah, and, and it kind of crossed all of the different sort of executions that we did. So that way we worked together was how the brand came to life. The way we worked together was how all of the look and feel came together. The way we worked together was how we talked about how they would go to market from a content 
strategy standpoint and what kind of lead generation and lead nurturing processes they could go down and how their website would be put together. So it really kind of worked across all of those different sort of uh, channels and avenues that had to be na navigated for this, for this project. And from what I understand in earlier conversations we had, different people in the organization described what the company did in different ways. Is that right? That they they had different perspectives or different descriptions of what they did? They did, and it was, we, we will see some variances when we do projects like this, but this company really did describe themselves differently all across the board. There was no sort of um, singular way of saying it unless they had used the term outsource. But they didn't do that very often because there was um, some negative perceptions of outsourcing. And so we, that's another thing we needed to overcome because outsourcing was the business they were in. But how would we position that in a positive light? So that's why they immediately jumped to stories to illustrate all the varying ways that they could improve their sales. Yeah, I think that's probably key because again, we talked about the stories being their secret sauce, but it wasn't just that. The truth was uh, the brand wasn't really unique in what they did. Again, there were other competitors out there doing the same thing, but what they were unique at is how they did it. And that was really the key is that those stories were those secret weapons that helped them release all the ways that they came to market in a different way, how they supported their customers, how they supported their uh, staff to be able to succeed, how they really empowered them to go forward. Um, those were really key for us. And, and the way that we could drill into that proprietary process and, and really those empowered people were, were uh, a big deal in how we were able to then drive through and demonstrate their proven results. And I think that was, in short, the way we were able to turn them from, hey, it's just a brand, to how do we turn them into a verb? And I think that was really interesting. Yeah, tell us more about that, because you've told me this story, and I like it. It's an interesting way that you've you've taken their name and made it a verb. Yeah, and I think it's really kind of interesting, because at the end of the day, it, it wasn't about sales, it was about how do I need to do the sales? And so how do we flip that how do we flip that script and get people thinking about that it's instead of saying what are the what are the 10 things you're going to do is like no you're the answer for me and so as an example we talk through it we talk through sort of ideas of how do you demonstrate that and that is um you know if you think about it you know can we get your customers start to understand like you need to improve your sales roi market source it want to work with a new customer market source it looking to launch a new initiative market source it need to maximize mature products, market source it. The idea was that market source was the answer. It was the verb for the action you wanted to do. And I think that was strong from a branding standpoint, but it also lended itself very strongly across everything else we wanted to do. Because again, very action-oriented, very forward approach to everything we wanted to accomplish. I like that. Well, one of the things that Shay didn't say uh, is that the name of our client was very similar to a top competitor. And so by embracing that and really pushing our name forward, we were actually to we were able to distinguish it and create, you know, not shy away from it at all. We just made it more forward in the brand. And so it was action oriented. And that this brand idea was really unique for them. It was not anything they had considered, but immediately the sales team was like, I know how to use this. I, I can use this. And so they started using it in the room, and that's a sign of a really a really good uh, brand promise. All right, so you've done all this research, and how did you take that research and then work on your deliverables? 
Well, we actually covered it in all the implementation. We were thinking about how people would be using the materials that we developed. So, for instance, the design of a brochure. Instead of a traditional brochure, we actually did a pocket guide. It's, it rolled out and it fit into the pocket of people who would be walking around at trade show conferences because we knew that the sales teams, that's where they were out meeting people. And so the design fit the specific use case of the sales team. Yeah, I think it's, you know, and it's not just a brochure. That's sort of how do we fit into what the user is trying to accomplish as key across all of everything we did. You know, if you think about a website, it really at its best is just an extension of how of your brand and how it solves problems for your customers. And to be able to do that, it was super important for us to really drill into, well, let's talk about different customer segments. Let's talk about what they're trying to do. And so things that we would think about is like, let's let's say I'm a retail manager and I, and I need um, to really maximize my channels. Well, that's where we need to understand, right, we have brand advocates. We can provide them with brand advocates and that'll help them really drive better benefits from that standpoint. Or maybe it's somebody who's um, trying to outsource a sales team because maybe they need extra hands, maybe they're rolling a new product, who knows what it could be. In that case, it was really about how do we help you augment what you're already doing. And we really talked about those sorts of needs and challenges. And it came down to really looking at, at two sort of key elements. And it was, what are the pain points that a typical buyer would come to us for? If they're, why would they ever even seek out our services? What were the challenges that they would do? And then what really were those value drivers that really proved the case of great, these guys can do it for us, I understand that. And so it's you know digging into those sorts of user level needs and bringing that brand to life across all of those that I think was really key. And then you know beyond that, it's not just, hey, it's, um, it's our brochure, it's our front page and the homepage. It's all of those, again, back to the storytelling, we use the stories of how they had successfully solved these challenges for some pretty major companies as really those hooks to get people to say, wow, that's interesting. I can see myself needing that service. I can see myself needing that solution. And so that was, I think, really important. And with the branding side of things, we actually had um, an internal message as well. So not only market source your sales, it was market source your career. And so again, the reason they're able to do what they can do is because they've got an engaged workforce, right? So to be able to make sure that you've got that easy entry point, are you here when you land on the website? Are you here because you have a problem you need to solve or because you want to you know, take your career to a new level? And so we were able to quickly do that. But those were two distinct needs that we had to address right off the bat. They were, and I think what's sort of um, key here is then you take all of that. We've built these platforms, websites, you know, uh, collateral material, all those things, and it goes into the market, and then it's great. We've let it, we've let it loose on the on the world. Is it working or is it not? And so we actually continue that collaboration between agency, brand, performance, um, client, and key business stakeholders. We built out detailed dashboards for the executive team, for the sales teams, for the marketing teams, for them to be able to understand, are we engaging in the way we want to engage? Is it working, is it not working? Each of these groups had different elements that were key for them to understand working, not working. So that was really important for us to understand those needs, solve those needs and be able to demonstrate, yes, you are solving those needs, you are driving better engagement with your, with your customer base. I think part of that is since we knew 
performance was going to be such a key part of this up front, working in an integrated way from the very beginning, there's no um, extra time that you need to take between our teams and the agency, right? So we were all working toward a singular goal. So when we had the brand messaging platform, we knew that it was going to need to work in these ways. We knew it was going to need to work in the website and with the sales team and how they were going to support the messages. So when you work together in an integrated way, you just deliver better results. So, Shay, that's really interesting stuff that you delivered. Can you tell us more about how the client reacted to all that? Yeah, I think it's, it's across the board. So any kind of transformational change like this is is part sort of look and feel and understanding, but then it's also the impact and the energy it generates internally. And so they did an entire internal launch, super exciting. We had done a brand announcement video around it. Again, the intention was it was probably going to be used more internally to announce the brand and go on. Well, we found out the sales team was so excited about it. They felt it was so powerful. They actually built it into their, into their sales process. And so they come back to us later, probably what, not even a month later, and said, hey, can we have a web page just for this? Can we have something that we can use just for this? So that's an example of unintended but fantastic results to be excited about that. We also looked at you know the clear things. Are we seeing higher engagement rates on the website? Are they spending more time on the site? Are they consuming the content? Are they engaging, downloading things that you want them to download? And the answer was yes. We, you know, essentially it was a doubling of what the previous site had been been um, driving for them. So again, very powerful. So again, all is great. And and truthfully at the end of the day, our intention all along was to get them to a place where they could take all this over. Again, we love to be involved, but every client does not want to continue to be involved with every agency. At a certain point, they want to feel like, thank you very much, this is a wonderful job, we're going to take it from here. And so that was our key across the board, is can we build this, put this in place, empower them so they can run with it? And that was really what happened. Well, that's a cool story. And, and a clearly successful result for you guys. So tell us a little bit now that you've finished the project, you've uh, completed it, they're running this thing on their own. What are some of your takeaways from how this played out? I think it's a great example of how collaboration can look different based on the project and the needs. So uh, depending on the team involved, the client, scope of work, goals, and timeline, you've really got to adjust how you approach collaboration because it just it looks and feels different. Um, also, it's an example of how collaboration between marketing and sales can be so valuable and so um, important. It takes work. It definitely takes time to be able to build that trust. Um, in the organization, and you've got to be flexible to really adapt to the changes and the learnings along the way. Yeah, I think at the end of the day, it's really simple. It is always better together. So Dion and Shay, thank you for coming in and sharing this story about how you guys collaborated on this really complex project with a bunch of stakeholders. Appreciate you coming in. I always enjoy having Dion as a guest on the podcast, so glad to have her back. And Shay, it was fun to have you join us in this episode. But now it's time for me to wrap this up. To our audience, you have been listening to the Agency Work Podcast. My guests today have been Dion Cumpy and Shade Wilson. To learn more about Elevation, go online to elevationadvertising.com. That's E-L-E-V-A-T-I-O-N-A-D-V-E-R-T-I-S-I-N-G.com. Thank you, Dion and Shade. We're excited to be here. Thanks again. Thanks so much. And to our audience, thank you for listening. 
I will be back in two weeks with another discussion on collaboration, and I hope you will tune into that episode. This podcast was recorded at Red Amp Audio in Richmond, Virginia. This is Agency Work, signing off.